Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 from verse 12 to 17. My God. The lights you guys have in front of me, I, I will not be able to see that screen in front of. It, it, Jesus is indeed Lord. Uh, you know. I, just, just so you know. Okay, that's better. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, verse 12. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, I'll read 12 to 17. It says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom you cry out, Abba, Father. Verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And verse 17, the last verse. And if children, then ears, ears of God and joint ears with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may be glorified together uh, with him. Amen to Jesus. This morning I want to continue on what we have been talking about for a little bit now. About life in the spirit. And I want to talk about permitting the spirit permitting the spirit now in this life and the spirit that we'll be looking at we have looked at the big s spirit and we have also looked at the small s spirit every time you read your bible you need to pay attention to the different spirits that have been uh, uh, addressed there there are some times when the bible will say the spirit it doesn't necessarily mean the holy spirit it may be talking about another spirit and it may also be talking about the human spirit now the spirit of god uh, for many people once they understand the concept of god they understand that the spirit of god can do anything they understand that the power of god is unlimited but ladies and gentlemen i want to let you understand as we move on in this life in the spirit that there is a dimension of the move of the spirit of god that is conditioned upon the spirit of man there is a move of the big S spirit that is conditioned by the small S spirit. Look at the scripture. The Bible was talking about the fact that we have influences in our system. There are influences that come to you and I every day. There is the influence of our environment. There is the influence of we ourselves. And the Bible says that anybody that you yield yourself to, you are debtors to that thing. You know, sometimes I hear in America, people will say, this is a free land. Uh, it's a free world. My life is my own. I just live free. Let me tell you the truth. There's really nothing. That, that word free is very relative. We are free, but subject to something. In our freedom, there is an influence. Most people can identify with the fact that there are many things, there are many behaviors that you, you do that you don't even do with, with consciousness. That tells you that you are not really free. Some of us, by the reason of use and by the reason of, uh, you know, going to our places of work and places that we drive to every now and then, we can drive to places even sometimes when we are half awake. I, I know some people are guilty in this place. <laughs> 
you know you will you will get home and you will you will get home because your you your subconscious already knows what is happening you understand so that means that you have been influenced by the fact that you have done that thing repeatedly enough and ladies and gentlemen every now and then you need to ask yourself what is influencing me because you have been influenced i i have found people say i'm, I'm just a very free thinker i just I, I i just do my own thing there's nothing really not there's nothing like that we are all influenced every one of us has an influence every one of us has something that is moving us oh yes that is why when you wake up you do almost the same thing almost every time some people when they wake up the first thing they grab is their phone because actually it's the phone that woke them up amen guilty as charged and you put off the alarm or put off the alarm after the end time amen because some of us have like 10 alarms <laughs> and then the first one rings you snooze it so you pick up the alarm pick up the phone and then so many people they just scroll up see all the things that have happened while they were sleeping and some people that's how their day starts and then somewhere along the line i should have prayed oh jesus thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you oh and they are saying thank you and they are brushing their teeth oh before they know it they are out of the house and it's a repeated pattern like that how why because there is an influence there are influences that are powering those things and the bible is telling us this morning that we can be influenced we can permit we can become debtors to the spirit not to the flesh i need you to understand that the flesh is a very is supposedly neutral <laughs> i was going to say a very neutral party but flesh i don't think is really neutral it's almost anti-god even when you are born again when you are born again there's a little especially with renewal of mind it will start cooperating with you but it is still self and it is selfish you know so what the flesh does is this the flesh wants to partner with the lowest thing the flesh really doesn't want to do anything and so the bible says if we are debtors to the flesh if we are ruled by the flesh if we are influenced by the flesh he said we're going to do what the flesh wants us to do and most of the time it will lead us to, to sin he says but if we submit ourselves to the spirit he says that spirit will make us to be able to experience the fullness of sonship where we are crying abba father is going to be able to experience leadership of the spirit where we are being led of the spirit is going to even be able to help us even if you read down uh later on in chapter that chapter eight is going to even help us in our infirmities to pray so i submit to you this morning that you and i want to put ourselves under the influence of the spirit you see there are like uh, my brother this morning was playing a game with us that um he will say something and you will say the opposite of it i i won't play that game but i would like to say to you that if the spirit of god is influencing you there is not only one outcome or if the influence, spirit of god is available to influence you there are other outcomes apart from him successfully influencing you and one of the guiding factor of that outcome is how you permit the spirit of god i want you to open your bibles to first thessalonians chapter 5 first thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 19 first thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 19 this bible this scripture makes us to understand that it is possible for the spirit of god to be abundant but it's possible for the spirit of god to be impotent it says do not quench the spirit 
otherwise known as don't mute the spirit some of us mute things right some of us even watch youtube muted just put the caption to be playing on social media social media muted so that's why sometimes even in church the phone that we are looking at we are not really looking at the bible <laughs> was this growing up and down and then we are we even watching video you know i've chatted with you sometimes here that i used to teach and then somebody in the class was doing video call and i'm like which generation is this generation because i, I you know it's like everything goes everywhere but god will have mercy upon us in jesus name now the bible is speaking in this first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 19 that it is possible to put bricks on the spirit it is possible for the spirit of god to be hovering over your life it is possible for the spirit of god to have something it wants to do and it didn't do it and it doesn't happen you know some people says god said it i believe it that settles it yes it does but you see that's your belief we need to define it because if that belief is just that when he says it you hear it and then you leave it there no that belief must include i cooperate with him that belief must include that everything he tells me to do i do it because else i'm putting brakes on him so when the bible says quench not the spirit it is saying look don't put brakes on the spirit don't limit the spirit in psalm 78 verse 41 psalm 78 verse 41 the bible said again and again they tempted him they limited the holy one of israel so it is possible to limit god yes it's an unlimited god but by our choice by our yieldedness to him by our allowing him we can yield him we can we can we can stifle him we can stop him you know when you read mark chapter 6 mark chapter 6 if you read verse 5 the bible speaks about jesus there the bible said jesus went to his hometown and he said jesus could not do mighty works there he he didn't say jesus did not want to he said he could not you know sometimes you would have thought that when the power of god is in a place he should move there are sometimes the power of god is in a place but because the power of god is electricity it flows and it flows with conductors the power will flow as long as there are conductors or the power will stop as soon as there are resistance so when there is a resistance to that move or the power of god it will look like the power is not there because the resistance is resisting the power of god and so in psalm 78 verse 41 it says they limited the holy one of israel there were things that they did that didn't permit the holy spirit there were things that they did that didn't make the holy spirit to have free way and many people even in 2023 are still doing things that put pressure or that does not allow the fullness of the spirit to find expression let me tell you god is able to do exceeding abundantly god is able to do things beyond geography he's able to even do things beyond time but many of the times he finds resistance many of the time he's flowing but there are things that are putting brakes on him there are things that are limiting him so when you want the spirit of god to function when you want the big s to walk with your small s uh, spirit you have to learn how to permit you have to learn how to allow the spirit of god you have to learn how to yield to the spirit you have to learn how to allow the spirit to have his way you know we sing that song have your way lord have your way have your way lord have your way the way to make god have his way is to get out of his way there are so many times many of us we are in the way of god 
he said i'm the way the truth and the life but some of us will go and start in that way we'll go and stop it we are like that child that plants a seed in the ground and then the next day they go and uproot it because they want to see how that 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 seed is going to germinate and god is saying you are in my way because do you know that if i plant a seed in the ground and every morning i remove it and replant it do you know that two years later i'll still be doing the same thing can somebody say amen to that can somebody say amen to that many of us are like that child that is doing that every month you will plant yourself into god and toward the end of the month you will remove yourself there is something about learning how to stay with god and allow god to finish the process many people they don't understand that sometimes with god 1159 will not look like it sometime with god 1145 everything will be so chaotic sometime with god if you come at 10 o'clock you won't know that god will show up because sometimes uh, the difference between god showing up uh, and god not showing up is just a moment uh, that's why the bible calls uh, you, you you see several times in scripture you see suddenly suddenly but you see the suddenly of god the reason they show up is because people have learned to stay with god people have learned to get out of the way of god and not to hinder what god wants to do this morning i want to share with you some few thoughts that god has been inspiring in my heart over the week about some things that may be hindering some people from aligning to have full expression many times god wants to lead you you know i think one of the pastors read this morning psalm 23 you know god wants to lead us the lord is my shepherd i will not want he wants to lead you but many of the times there are things that we are putting in the ways that is not making him to lead us and 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 this morning the first thing i want you to consider that may be putting breaks that may not be allowing the spirit of god to find expression is this anxiety anxiety so this morning my admonition to you is this refuse and reject anxiety refuse and reject anxiety the bible speaking in philippians chapter 4 verse 6 philippians chapter 4 verse 6 it says be anxious for nothing can you pull it off philippians chapter 4 verse 6 philippians 4 and verse 6 refuse and reject anxiety refuse and reject anxiety i wanted us to read it together uh media you have any challenge with that philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 be anxious for nothing but in everything okay all right let's read it together if you can see it on the screen let's go be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god now the first few lines before the first comma let's do it again that first line be anxious for let's say loud be anxious for let's do it one more time be anxious for how many things are in nothing or how many things does nothing not cover when the bible says be anxious for nothing are there things that we can now say with this exception because nothing sometimes means something does that mean that if it says be anxious for nothing does that include when time is against you does that include when diagnoses are against you does that include when everybody that you know is against you does that include when you know what to do and when you don't know what to do 
be anxious for nothing if there is anything plaguing our generation one of it is that we are a very pent up anxious generation there is anxiety everywhere when i was growing up some of the diseases that i've heard with people like my age mates maybe, maybe i'm not as young as some other people all right even people younger than me some of the diseases that you have we have started seeing in them well we didn't used to see it when i was growing up it used to be the diseases of old people so to say but because there is a an unusual pressure on everybody's life and people have mounted that pressure by all kinds of things people are anxious you will see a student is anxious you will see a wife is anxious you know sometimes i mean and without prejudice to anybody sometimes i see somebody that has just been married one year and is disturbed and saying i'm looking for the fruit of the womb and i'm like one year is not a long time like that in this whole marriage matter but the person is already anxious and they don't understand that anxiety in itself is a problem anxiety is a place that the devil always want to get you into because it's like a close anxiety has no exit he knows that if he corners you at that alley of anxiety you're already in a fix and he puts anxiety on us we are anxious how we got show up <laughs> how will this happen how will that happen how will that? and god does not want you to be anxious he knows that if you are anxious you are not going to allow the spirit of god to find expression if you look at the ministry of jesus christ every now and then when he wants to perform a miracle he always made sure that anxiety gets out of the way in the miracle of five loaves and two fishes the bible said he told them to sit down why did he tell them to sit down calm down calm down first if there is any trouble attacking you the first solution the first thing to do is to calm down is to relax is to understand like that scripture we read when we started when we're singing uh, hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 he has said i will not leave you i will not forsake you now that i'm in this trouble that statement is still true oh now that some people want to uh hurt me this way that way that statement is still true and if there is a problem anxiety will compound that problem if there is a problem that you are having it no matter how small that problem is if you add anxiety to it anxiety will be, make it bigger that's why the bible says be anxious for nothing oh my child is not feeling too good be anxious for nothing oh my results are not coming the way i want it be anxious for nothing because the more rested in god we are the more we allow god to move did you know this uh, that god designed man to live from sabbath god designed man to live from rest we were not made to function in unrest that is why rest and stress sound alike because when you don't rest you are stressed so god made us so that we will function from rest did you know that the first day the man saw the adam that god created was a rest day it was a sabbath the first day he saw it was not a work day it was a sabbath why did god make his first day a sabbath so that he can pass a message to some of us it's not by power it's not by might but by my spirit say the lord the best things of god happen in our rest if we know how to rest if we know how to not allow anxiety to take the best of us 
who will enjoy God. There are too many people that should enjoy God, but you are busy struggling. You are busy under pressure in different ways. What God should take care of, you are taking care of it. <laughs> if you are walking and he's walking, there's one of you is unnecessary. If you are trying to keep yourself and he's trying to keep you, one of you is unnecessary. And most of the time, God sometimes will let man come to the end of themselves. He will allow you. It will allow you, especially when you are struggling. I mean, people that help people who drown, they will tell you, if that person that is trying to drown has not yielded himself, leave him alone. If you struggle with a drowning man, two of you will drown. But if the guy releases himself, you can help him. If he yields, that's how God is to you. Sometimes God wants to help, but the way you are, you are, you are so combat, you are so worried, you are so disturbed. God says, "That's not good," and He's telling you this morning, "Be anxious for nothing." How do I know that I am anxious? How do I know that I am worried? Let's look at the scripture, Matthew chapter six and verse twenty-five. Matthew chapter six and verse twenty-five. He says, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. Another translation says, be careful for nothing or take no thoughts saying, how do I know that I am worried? I will check what I'm saying. I will check what I am doing. How do I know that I'm worried? I will check what is disturbing me. The Bible said, many people are worried. They will say, what are we going to eat i'm sure some people are like that what are we going to drink what are we going to wear now is this scripture saying that you should not have meal plan no is this scripture saying don't think about what you are going to eat tomorrow of course better think about what you are going to eat they told us yesterday in beautiful that if you want to be beautiful at least on the body side you need to watch what you are eating can somebody say amen to that so but what Jesus is saying here is that if there is an undue pressure, if there is an undue focus on the mundane, on the things that disturb other people, you are worried. And by that definition, many people in this room, they qualify. Because some people say, Pastor, you see, my own is, it's not, what, what will I eat? I don't even like food. I'm just thinking about my future. I'm thinking about what will happen when I'm retired. I'm thinking about what will happen with this immigration. I'm thinking about what will happen with the application I submitted. I'm thinking about what is happening to my biological clock. I am just realistically thinking. That realistic thinking, you need to find a way to put it in the science. Because the Bible says it's creating anxiety. You are not rested. You are not relaxed. When you relax, it carries you. When you hand over that thing to him then he takes over there needs to be a handover before there is a takeover the reason why many people are not experiencing takeover by god is there's no handover if you say god i give you this white piece of cloth and you say i give it to you but it's still like this in your hand you have not given it to him you have just paid a lift service and that's how many of us are doing many things we say god take it but we are holding it onto it and he's saying to you, like he said in Matthew chapter 11, 28 to 20, 30. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. He says, come unto me. All ye that are heavy laden. He said, I will give you rest. I want you to rest. 
I want you to rest. Some people that rest is physical. God is saying rest. This one that we are working, you know, sometimes but people don't understand that productivity is at its peak when we are rested. That's why even agriculture, they will leave land for it to rest. They call it fallow. Right? They will leave it for it to rest. There are many things people leave just so that they can recover, so that they can rest, so that they can, you know, they can catch up. But many of us don't leave ourselves to rest. We don't leave our mind to rest. We don't leave our body to rest. We are always in a walk, 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 walk mode. And God is saying this morning, you have to leave, you have to allow me, you have to rest. So, if you want to permit the Spirit of God, ladies and gentlemen, you have to refuse and reject anxiety. Let me share some uh, ideas with you that can help you to take care of anxiety. Number one, surrender your will to His will. Surrender your will to His will. You know, one of the problems that, one of the things that give people problems is that they have many agendas. And there are many plans in the heart of a man. But the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. If God made you an Elizabeth that must give birth to a Mary's, uh, uh, to a son that will precede Jesus by six months. There is nothing you are going to do to fast track that. It's going to happen like that. There are too many things that many people are worried about that God wants to make beautiful in his time. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11, he says he makes all things beautiful in his time. Now, I know God is a God of speed, but God is a God of timing too. There are things that God has. You know, several years ago, I lost my job. I was in Seattle. You know, sometimes I tell you about the Microsoft story. I don't tell you the other side. Let me hear the other side now. <laughs> I, was, I lost the job and it didn't make sense. Even my boss said, I don't know why. I was like, why? What, what? He said he doesn't know. <laughs> my roommate back in those days he, 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 he said he said you you are you are so settled in this job because even at that job time i will fast i will pray i mean i'll pray i walk the guy knew me as a prayer guy in fact sometimes like are you working in microsoft or you are a pastor you know because if I, the, my roommate started calling me pastor because you pray more than you do other things so the praying guy lost the job i was disturbed and to cap it up, while I, before I lost that job, <laughs> I went to a church. This church is probably 99% white. As I left the church, somebody came to meet me. He now started talking, prophesying. He was seeing many things, talking about some of the things that you are seeing now. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? Me, I could. <laughs> All these people you are talking about nations. What's my business with nations? I'm I'm a, I'm a computer scientist in front of a computer. If you say you are seeing computer, or I'm going to buy some part of Microsoft, you are you are right. All this one that you are saying, when he was saying everything, he was saying he was very excited about it. But me, I wasn't very excited. And shortly, I, I lost that job. So when I came to Chicago, I was asking God. I said, God, what? I don't understand this. Oh, I mean, do you give and take away? Do you bless and so to say, not bless again? What's all of this? And God told me that. The plan to lose the job was part of his plan. Ah, you know, some people don't think that that can be a plan of God's plan. How can disappointment be an appointment of God? But, ladies and gentlemen, if I didn't lose that job, some of you can, you, of course, definitely you won't be hearing me this morning. I would have gone on another tangent. All this, I would do ministry. Even that prayer will start reducing. You know what? I, you know, it's the code that will now increase. After a while, the prayer will reduce, reduce, reduce. It's not that I will backslide. I will still serve Jesus. But not in this capacity so that means that many times many times the will of god is bigger than our own will so when uh, things don't look 
look like the way you want it to look like check what the will of god is and surrender to the will of god the will of god is better than your will god will not mismanage your life i've been saying that for <laughs> the past week now god will not mismanage your life god will do to you what better than what you can do to yourself so instead of i my way or the highway find this way god what do you want what is your way you need you see like one man of god says he says so many people go to god and say god bless me god bless this god bless that he said one of the best things to go to do with god is this god what are you blessing so that i can allow myself to eat? what are you blessing he's already his will he has blessed his will if his will is chicago he has already blessed that if you stay in chicago you are blessed if his will is victory house if you stay in victory house you are blessed if you step out of that and say god do it go say do it where it is in a place the will of god is place dependent is people dependent there are dependents on the will of god if you remove those things that you are dependent on you will not fulfill that will and so if you and i want to be free from anxiety surrender to his will many of us are fighting his will so there are people that god has told begin to serve in victory house I don't, I don't, I don't want church. Me, the last church I went, they were this, they were that. I, I just want to do my own business. And God is saying, you are out of my will. That, that in itself will bring pressure. That in itself will disturb you. So this morning, friends, if you want to be free from anxiety, surrender to the will of God. Jesus taught us in Matthew chapter six. He says, when we pray, if you start reading from verse nine, he says we should ask. After we have said, our Father who is in heaven. We should ask that his will be done the will of god is the best thing that can happen to you it is his will to give you the kingdom it is his will to do you well so find his will and stay in his will make sure you are in his will and surrender to his will in fact sometimes when you don't even know his will at least have the attitude that i surrender to your will there is an attitude of surrender that allows you to know yes there are some things that some of us don't already know about some of the dimensions that god wants to take because you are still struggling he sees that you will not accept it so he hasn't moved forward so he's saying that if you are willing if you are yielded if you are willing to accept my will i will show my will there are many things that god can do to you and i that is still waiting for your surrender he's saying when will you surrender to me he's saying to a jonah that is going in another direction and say jonah my will will come to pass somehow but i want you to be part of that will so stop running in the opposite direction the earlier you come to terms with the fact that there's nothing you can do against my will i fulfill my own will the better for you so first thing my friends surrender to the will of god surrender to the will of god when it comes to anxiety my brothers my sisters focus on jesus the problem that many of us have today is that we have many focus there is a lot of focus i want to be like the joneses i want to be better than the joneses i want to this i want to that you know sometimes i i ask myself maybe because you know it's that time of the year for me you know that i just think 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 i ask myself why what is the meaning of life is it the clothes is it the shoes is it the houses is it the cars 
sometimes when you take inventory of your life you will just notice that even people that had more than you less than you some of them are no more so it can't be about the things in fact some of them are no more and some of the things that they were doing are still here showing that this life is flicky this life there's more to life than just ordinary things one of the basic and best thing to do with your life is to focus on jesus in matthew chapter 6 verse 33 jesus said it very well seek ye first the kingdom of god otherwise known as focus on me if you make me your focus i will keep you and make you the focus i will spotlight myself on you if you make me the focus if i am your agenda if i'm your prize if i'm your possession if if me if uh doing something that pleases me is all that matters to you it will change everything you remember that song i put you in front front of my melody you are all that matters you are all that matters I'll make room for two You and I, Jesus You are all that matters You are all that matters It is true It should not be a song It should be your life Focus on Jesus Hebrews 12, 1-2 Looking unto Jesus The author and finisher of our faith Even Jesus was looking ahead it was because our focus defines everything the reason people are anxious is where they have placed their focus the reason the person that was saying what will i eat what will i is because they are placing their focus on that and god now reminded that person that look you are bothered so much but have you ever thought about it birds that are not even planning they don't have meal plans they are not going hungry he said if your father is feeding them how much more you how much more you some of us are worried even about the blessing god has given us yeah he gave me a child now oh god what will this child eat? Ah, excuse me the person that gave you the child does not know that the child will eat huh oh this marriage ah ah do ah, your husband matter no he will he will help you he can help you but your focus has to be on him it's all that matters so when it comes to anxiety you need to focus on jesus you need to surrender to his will let me add this to it romans chapter 14 verse 17 romans chapter 14 verse 17 the bible says uh, that um, the kingdom of god is not in meat and drink it says but it's in righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost another translation says it is in goodness and peace and joy in the holy ghost allow the forces of the spirit to find expression in your life the force of joy how will i not be anxious allow the force of joy you see when we come to church when we start dancing jumping doing all of that is a decision it's not an emotion it's just a decision but it's not there are many people that are dancing here that there's nothing to dance about but they are dancing they have chosen to dance i have chosen joy because when i allow joy to express itself it's going to shut down depression it's going to it's going to it's going to swallow the spirit of heaviness you know the bible said in if you started in isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1 it says the spirit of the lord is upon me he has anointed me you know several things he has told me to do he says he has 
told me to appoint uh you know uh for those that mourn in zion he, he, he wants to bring beauty out of ashes then he now said something he said he wants to replace the spirit of heaviness with the garment of praise because heaviness works when there is no praise heaviness works when there is no joy you can't have joy and heaviness together you can you cannot be anxious and be joyous no you can't do both if you choose joy you exit anxiety and god is saying this morning the kingdom of god the life and the spirit you have to allow the forces of the spirit you have to partner with joy you have to partner with joy in isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3 the bible says therefore shall we draw out of the well of salvation with joy we will draw we will pull out of the things that god has we will cooperate with the spirit of god with joy we are going to draw water with joy there are many people you are waiting for things to change you can decide to be joyful joy is not happiness happiness has to do with happening joy is a decision I choose to be joyful I choose to be joyful they may not be fixed on the tree I may not have money in my pocket but I can decide to, to be joyful did you know that one of the expression of joy is what we found in Acts chapter 16 Acts 16 starting from verse 25 you discover that there was no reason for joy so joy has no there's no need no reason to be joyful you don't need reason to to be joyful you just need a decision to be joyful the bible said there was these guys were in chains but they decided that they were going to praise god they were going to sing they were going to let out the joy if the devil cannot keep you quiet he will not keep your goods if you stole your goods it's temporary as long as you can switch it into a joy mode remember in first samuel chapter 30 there was a story that happened there about david the bible said david lost everything he lost everything to the point that david wept the bible said he cried and there was no no more strength in him again what, what kind of sadness is that when when you weep and there's no, no no power to cry again you have cried and cried cried you know sometimes people cry cry and then there's no more cry again <laughs> that's where this guy got to but the bible said he encouraged himself in the lord what does that mean he decided that no <laughs> the god that did all those kill bear kill goliath that god didn't die he encouraged himself in the law he decided to be joyful he changed his countenance people were going to stone him people were coming against him and uh, he did not bother about that he just decided to be joyful hear my hear me child of god leaving july going into august decide i will allow the force of the spirit the force of joy i will let it out i will not allow the news to disturb me i will not allow the text that i get from so and so to disturb me i will not i will not take in the pressure i will not take in the the the, the, the news i will stop it at the force of joy the bible says allow joy it says joy is a force of the spirit it also says peace is a force of the spirit you know that in philippians chapter 4 verse 6 the bible says be anxious for nothing in everything by prayer and supplication make a request known to god and let, let's move on in that scripture philippians chapter 4 philippians chapter 4 as we begin to round up this morning philippians chapter 4 verse 7 verse 7 he said be anxious for nothing when you are anxious for nothing or 
if you want to remove anxiousness the peace of god is a tool it says the peace of god that's got that that passes all understanding if you allow that spirit that spirit will now mount guard on your heart it will stand like a, a, a bodyguard and say this heart don't disturb this one don't let anxiety kill this person the peace of god is a, is a function of god when you have given your life to jesus you have peace with god and if you allow that prince of peace can find expression in your life oh there may be problem and let me say this to you peace is not the absence of storm peace is the presence of god in the midst of the storm it is who is with you in the storm that makes it peace if the prince of peace is there it does not matter what the problem is you are still at peace you remember that there was a storm in the days of jesus the bible said jesus was sleeping why was jesus sleeping the storm was not inside him because you see the storm that really disturbed people is not the one happening outside it's the one happening inside and there was peace already on the inside of jesus jesus is the carrier of peace the bible calls him the prince of peace isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 and so because he's the ruler that brings peace is the walking peace is the one that carries peace everywhere he's going is the one that is called shalom nothing missing nothing broken nothing lacking so if he's that one if he's with you or if you have him you will be at peace things can be moving can be happening all around and you will stand undisturbed you stand unmoved why because you have allowed the peace of god and so this morning god is telling you when it comes to anxiety allow focus on jesus surrender to his will allow the forces of his spirit to play out in you and you'll find yourself walking in the fullness where there will be no anxiety remember that we are talking about life in the spirit and we are saying that it's possible to put bricks on the spirit and anxiety will put bricks on it so refuse anxiety reject anxiety when it comes to life in the spirit let me add this and we are going to pray shortly the bible speaking in isaiah chapter 40 isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31 isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31 when you want to permit god when you want to allow god learn to wait on god learn to wait on god it says they that wait upon the lord will renew their strength they will mount up with wings as with eagles what does it mean to wait on god it means to tarry with god it means to be patient with god let me say this when it comes to what god wants to do god will do what he wants to do when he wants to do it he has a timing be patient on him wait for him many of the times when you want god to move when you want god to show up when you want god to do things sometimes it will not come at the time you thought it will come or the way you thought it will come but if you learn to wait for him if you learn to tarry for him the bible said in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 it says the people that wait on him will renew their strength and they will mount up with wings what does that mean it means that they will not miss out it means that they will catch up it means that when you wait for god you don't come later it means that when you let god have his way you will still laugh last because he will laugh last laughs best sometimes some of us in the bit of temporary relief we join too quick and we abort the process do you know that a pregnant woman the baby is the baby but the time that baby comes out is very important if the baby comes out at the wrong time too early that baby may not make it and there are many destinies that people want to abort by bringing it out too early and god is saying to you this morning wait on me wait on me 
There is a word that people need to remember in our generation again. It's called patience. Patience. Many people celebrate faith. But you see, faith is one side of the coin. Patience is the other side. If you don't know how to marry faith and patience together, there are some things you are not going to get. It takes faith and patience. Faith and patience. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Hebrews 6 12. The Bible says, follow those who through faith and patience obtain the promise. How did Isaac come? Isaac did not only come by faith. Oh yeah. <laughs> there are, in fact, when it comes to Isaac, Isaac doesn't come by faith. He comes by faith and patience. Because Isaac will test you. There are people in this room this morning, your Isaac is coming and he's testing your patience. And God is saying you have faith. Now add patience to it. If you want to allow the Spirit of God, that's one of the things you have to do. You have to be patient with him. You have to wait on him. You have to tarry. And tarry is the way to carry here. But you see that tarry, sometimes what you will carry, you will not immediately carry it because it's heavy stuff. And God is preparing it. Hear me, child of God. There are some things that you are asking from God. What God wants to give you is way bigger than that. Have you not read in your Bible? The Bible is speaking in Ephesians 3.20. It says God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above that which you can ask or think. And so if God wants to do exceedingly abundantly far above what you can ask or think he wants to prepare you for what he's preparing for you <laughs> brother sister some of the things you want you are not ready for it did you know that a miracle can also be a curse <laughs> an answer what you are asking god for if he gives you can also be a problem was it not eve that Adam did not know that he knew that when he now he needed, when he now got that, ah, this woman but because Adam was a grown up baby a day old man he gave a day old man a, a woman he didn't know what to do with the woman and then when things now messed up, he said, it's the woman that you gave me, why? he didn't grow up, so when God was going to bring the second Adam we're not going to repeat the same mistake we are going to make him start as a baby and that's why Luke chapter 2 verse 52 said it says and Jesus increased in wisdom increased in stature increased in favor brother wait to increase in stature there are some things that you will not carry if you carry it too early there are many people sometimes in a church like this some people say, I want to hold the mic I want to hold the mic I want to hold the... if we give you the mic too soon it may take you out I can tell you that for free that's that I, I was there many years ago I had been ordained as a man of God and I found myself in the place you know what we're discussing we're discussing about events events say ah with all the fire catavali catacadara is events that I'm doing in this place I say calm down I say I say ah, ah, all my mates are going and people, I mean people that were doing ministry together some of them are this they are that do you know I gave my life to Christ a long time ago some of the people that that got born again then so they are regional pastors in this regional church of god so you can imagine i was i was ordained i think i was 22 first time i was ordained and you know how old i am now so you even within a normal calibration of stuff i should have gone far but who defines far who defines far and if you gain stature you will last god wants you to last that's why i saying wait uh, brother 
wait 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 this whole marriage matter wait wait ah no 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 don't talk to me like that don't talk to me <laughs> be careful be careful oh that thing that, 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 that. No, 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 no. i have done my research i have this i have that <laughs> be careful anything that others are trying to tell you caution caution and you bluff all all caution many times watch it you are going to see the repercussion of it and so god is saying something to somebody this morning he's saying wait wait on me wait for me tarry with me there are some of you what god is doing with you you may not understand now but in 20 years time you will understand 15 years time you will understand you will thank god for the no you will thank god for the wait you will thank God for not yet. There are some things some of you are asking, and God is saying, Not yet. It's not because He's evil, it's because He's kind. The same father that would not give his child a car. You remember that scripture says we are joint heirs with Christ. The same father that would not give his car a, a child a car. That same father, several years down the line, will say, Hey, my son, I'm about to go out. You can drive this one, you can drive that one, or even drive me out. Why? Because that child cannot manage that level of access and freedom. So this morning, when it comes to permitting the Spirit of God, God is saying something to you and I. That it will take you to refuse anxiety, reject anxiety. But it will take you to accept, to wait upon the Lord. You have to tarry. You have to be patient with Him. And with patience, you will possess. There are things that will happen to you in August because of your patience and not giving up. God will drop it into your hand in the name.